Welcome everyone to the Marketing with a Book podcast. A very special episode today about Rainmaker Confidential, a new book by Mark LeBlanc, Scott Love, and myself. So before we get to an interview on that, we'd like to do our author roll call and introduce yourself and your book and where you're from. And we'll start with Christopher Hodges. I'm an off mute. Hi, my name is Christopher Hodges in Denver, Colorado. My book is Noble Automation Now, Innovate, Motivate and Transform with Intelligent Automation and Beyond. And this is the last time I'm gonna hold up an iPad because the printed version is forthcoming. The books are in the mail. Okay, uh, David Goldman. Thanks, Henry. Hi, I'm David Goldman. I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I wrote the book, The Road to Happiness, How to Get What You Really Want. Thanks, David. And Joe Palo. Thanks, Henry. I'm Joe Palo. I'm in Shoreview, Minnesota. I'm author of How to Sell Nothing, The Logical Way to Make the Emotional Sale. And I'm also a reader of Rainmaker Confidential, an excellent book. Thanks, Joe. I'd like to uh, welcome uh, we, one of their authors, Mark LeBlanc. Thank you, Henry. My name is Mark LeBlanc, and uh, I'm headquartered out of downtown Minneapolis, and I am the co-author, uh, a proud co-author of the book, uh, Rainmaker Confidential. Delighted to be with you today. Thanks, Mark. I, I guess I'm one of our authors. so. I've written 14 books. Marketing with a book is one of our first books that's out there and what this podcast is based on. Um, Patricia Fripp is going to be interviewing me and I'm going to introduce her in just a moment. She's one of our indie books authors and should say hello and mention the title of her new book. Patricia, I'm putting you on the spot. You're putting me on the spot and it's about unforgettable presentations with Darren LaCroix and Mark Brown, who are world champions of public speaking. Thank you, Patricia. Well, now that we have Patricia on screen, I wanted to introduce her. Patricia Fripp is a remarkable woman, first female president of the National Speakers Association, one of the best sales trainers in the world, according to multiple publications, uh, a friend of Indie Books and one of our newest authors. That was a coup that we get to publish her latest book. And Patricia, thank you so much for interviewing us today about Rainmaker Confidential. Well, my pleasure, and we're in for a treat. You heard it here first, the behind-the-scenes look at a new book that you will want to take to your favorite quiet place and devour. In case we have not had the pleasure of meeting, as you heard, I'm Patricia Fripp, and I'm a friend, fan, and client of Indie Books. On your behalf, I'm interviewing the three co-authors of Rainmaker Confidential, in my role as your representative, I'll be asking the questions you want the answers to. Our three 
experts and co-authors are best-selling author, ghostwriter, CEO of Indie Books and columnist for Forbes.com. You've already met him, Henry DeVries. Business development author, coach and speaker, past president of the National Speakers Association, Mark LeBlanc, and legal recruiter, keynote speaker of on Rainmaking and Sales, host of the Rainmaking podcast, author of Why They Follow, Scott Love. Henry, let's begin with you. Why is the title Rainmaker Confidential? Will we read private or secret information? Well, let's go back to a scary time. It's Friday the 13th, March 13th, 2020 to be exact, and we went into lockdown. And as we wondered how long this lockdown would last, a question came to mind, what are the top rainmakers, the top professionals who can make it rain, who can bring in the revenue, what are they going to do? So we decided to be the R&D department, the Rob and Duplicate department, for all the professionals out there to tell them what are the top professionals doing to invest their time, their talent, their treasure in making it rain. It would be awkward, it would be difficult, it would be illegal in some cases for the professionals to ask each other. We did it for them and that was the idea behind this book. So it is an inside look. There are secrets in here but they, it's not industrial espionage. The secrets were willingly given. Good. Scott, as you researched for the book, who were the top professionals you interviewed? Thank you, Patricia. There were two types of people that I interviewed. One of them were the partners of global law firms that I speak to every day as a high stakes headhunter. I recruit partners, I recruit rainmakers. So I read their business plans. I'm intimately familiar about how they're gonna grow their books of business. So I got a lot of insight from people that trusted me already. Secondly, because I produce a podcast on rainmaking called the Rainmaking Podcast, I get to sit at the feet of experts each week. We've had over 70 episodes. When the, when the crisis started, I thought, how can I turn this into, into an opportunity? People are at home. Oh, I got some time on my hands. Let's put on a show, call it the Rainmaker Rainmaking Podcast. And so I get to talk to people like Mark and Henry each week and learn from them. A lot of them are experts. They're credentialed experts. We're in the job, they're in the job of consulting to organizations on the business of getting business. So those are the two different categories of people I interviewed for this book. Well, obviously, you've taken a crisis and turned it to a great advantage, and the rest of us can benefit from it. So thank you very much. Now, Mark, when you were writing the book, who specifically did you have in mind? Thank you, Patricia, for asking. And um, who I specifically had in mind were the same people that I've been serving for just shy of 40 years. And that is people who sell their time and their talent their experience and their expertise, the world of independent and practice professionals, more specifically the legal world, the accounting world, uh, financial services, uh, but any, anybody who's actively engaged in the selling uh, of their expertise. Now, obviously I know you serve many different industries. As 
a professional, I know you from the National Speakers Association. Did you interview any speakers and coaches? Um, yes, um, probably more coaches uh, rather than speakers. Uh, but what we find is that with coaches and consultants in particular, um, they are looking for creative ways, uh, tools and strategies to put themselves out there in a bigger way. Good. Scott, can you give us a specific example from the law firm management world that might be considered a secret? Absolutely, Patricia. I think, and it's no secret, a lot of them uh, know this and everybody knows this. It's the business of relationships, but they look for connection points. Mm. They look for somebody with whom they have a connection to open up a door. Maybe there's a shared client. Maybe they went to the same law school. Maybe that person used to work at their firm. Maybe they worked at the same firm years ago, but now this prospective client works in-house. So they try to find some sort of connection point that can facilitate in building that trust quickly. Uh, secondly, they can also borrow the trust of somebody else through a referral. So those are two secrets that I think we've uh, really tried to hit home in this book. Wonderful. Henry, how about an example of a secret for marketing and advertising professionals? The secret that came out was something we call the Trojan horse strategy. Mm. And it's a go-to strategy for many marketing and advertising professionals. Here's what it works. As you remember from, you know, the Greek literature, the Trojan horse was a ploy that the Greeks used to get inside the Trojan city. It was a gift. So that was a little bit of a misdirection play. The Trojan horse that marketing and advertising people are using is a very honest approach to building relationships by giving to get. So like Scott does a podcast, he interviewed 70 people, he's building relationships with those 70 people. One professional we interviewed, he was interviewing CEOs of companies with 30 to 500 million in revenue. He interviewed 110 of them. He gave them the research findings before he published, published it in a book. Along the way, several of those CEOs hired him as a consultant. So it's a way to build a relationship, either through a podcast. Um, certainly, I do it with my Forbes.com column. I build relationships. It's not my intent to be nefarious or anything like that. But when you give, you get. And people are interested in what you do. And we've had several people come to us to publish their books as a result of meeting us through me interviewing them for Forbes. So that's how that Trojan horse strategy works for marketing and advertising people. Wonderful. Now, Mark, by now you know the drill. What's an example of a secret? How about for financial advisors? Well, financial advisors uh, do not understand that in most cases they are creating an invisible shield uh, between them and their prospects just with the first sentence out of their mouth. So often uh, their introduction is, hi, my name is, and I am a financial planner. What they don't understand is that most people immediately throw up this invisible shield and question, 
to themselves, are you really a financial planner or are you an insurance agent? The second thing that goes on in so many of their minds, uh, the listeners, the prospects, uh, for example, is, well, I know I need a planner or an advisor. I could use some help uh, with my money, um, but I want to get into better shape. I want to be a little bit further down the road. Then I will give him or her a call. But for now, I want to stay away from them. And all of these things are going through your prospects' minds simply when they hear the sentence, I am a financial planner. Wonderful. Now, Henry, why is this the perfect time for us to read Rainmaker Confidential? The world is in a state of flux. We are not going back to some normal that was two years ago. And the rules have changed for rainmaking. For instance, networking, always a top strategy. There aren't groups meeting as much as they used to, to network. So you have to adapt the strategy. Many of the people we interviewed found new ways to do networking, and a lot of it was on Zoom. So there's a lot of information about your Zoom presence. Uh, we're living in this little box now, and how we present ourselves, how we project ourselves is very important. There are networking opportunities on Zoom. We, uh, I don't mean to alarm anybody, but um, I recently tested positive for Zoom fatigue. Yes, I have Zoom fatigue too. That doesn't mean we can't project ourselves on Zoom. We have to move forward with it. So that's why the time is right for you to take these secrets, these strategies from others that are working and apply to your world. Great. Uh, Mark, where is the best place for professionals to invest their time, treasure and talent? And I would like you to tell us, what do you consider treasure is? I know you and Henry use that word. Give us your definition of treasure and then where do we have to spend time, treasure and talent? In most cases, we think of treasure as business development investments. Mm -hmm. We want professionals to understand that business development are not expenses. They are investments. And so the treasures that you invest um, are business development investments and that you should be investing a certain amount of treasure. But for our uh, practical and proven to work time and time and time again, it's your time and your talent. And I'll sum it up by saying the magic happens when people experience you. And when they experience you, live, voice to voice, face to face, small groups, presentations. And so whenever, whenever your prospects, um, I, you may uh, know this, Patricia, you may have heard me say something like, I built my business on a very simple mantra, where two or three are gathered in the name of growing their business, by God, I want to be there. And we feel it's the same way for financial advisors or professionals of any type to look for the strategies where people experience you and the return so far outweighs blogging and articles. 
And so whenever you can be face-to-face, voice-to-voice, um, I guess we're not shaking hands or hugging as much as we used to, uh, but when we can get the magic or power of interaction, that's when your ROI can be tenfold. Good. Scott, the professionals that you work with, how would you recommend they best invest their time, treasure, and talents? It's interesting because the persona of a good lawyer is to know everything because that's what their clients are paying for. However, that's a limiting belief because it keeps them from finding how they can improve. So I think they should invest more time in strategy. They should look with their clients, the really good clients they have, and find out how do they really serve their clients? Why did their clients choose them? What's truly different and unique about them? One thing I ask law firm leaders is, what can you say about your firm that nobody else can say about their firm? You would think I've asked for a moment of silence many times when I ask that, because they go back to culture. Well, everybody's got great culture. It's kind of like saying your car has airbags. No, every car has airbags now. So I would recommend looking within. What's unique about you? What can you say about your practice, about your skills that nobody else can say? And how can you take that and make that an opening when you talk with other people? The second thing I'd recommend is really invest in learning how to make rain, learning how to sell. The S word, I said it, business development, if you don't want to say sales, learning how to do that. Oh, and they even write books on that too. How about that? For the price of a New York martini, actually they're $25 now. I know that from last Friday, first post-COVID martini in New York I had with the client. Uh, so less than a New York martini, you can get the, the secrets uh, that will help you succeed in rainmaking. Wonderful. And I'm now going to go around and I'm going to ask you all a concluding thought. And I would like it to be an idea from the book and what page we'll find it on. And then... Just when you think you're done, I'm going to ask you one more that you don't expect. So, Henry, one idea, and what's the page? I wish I could be there when you all turn to page 135. What a great opening line for a speech, <laughs> a podcast, an article, or any any way you want to use it. Great opening. I've been fripper fripnotized fripnotized and you want to do it again (laughs) (laughs) so on page 135 there's this dirty little secret that rainmakers also need to be therapists so most of us were attorneys we're financial planners we're marketing experts we didn't get into this business studying therapy our clients need therapy now more than ever They have to get through fear. Fear never sleeps. They have to get through the idea that people are comparing them or they're frustrated that they can't do it the old way that worked for them for years. I I built this business by giving two speeches a month around the country. I haven't given a live presentation in two years, and yet the business grew during the pandemic because we took it to Zoom. And then also we helped our clients get through fear to get their books done. Mark talks about the perfection trap, the comparison traps, there's other traps. 
we have to guide them through these other traps and we have to be a little bit of a therapist along the way. Mark, your idea and what page? Well, the only page that matters in the entire book is page 43. <laughs> and I want to bring you back to an earlier comment when I talked about the first sentence out of your mouth. Your strategic your strategic decision, the, maybe the game changer of the book, Henry and Scott, I'm sure you would agree, is how you position yourself. And you either position yourself by A, your titles, B, your services, or three, by the outcomes of your work. And if you position yourself by your titles, i.e. I'm a financial planner, or you position yourself by your services, I specialize in tax planning and retirement, you know, uh, investing versus the outcomes of your work. Focus on what happens as a result of people using your services and engaging your expertise. And you can create an immediate right turn in the direction of your dream as a trusted advisor and professional. Very good. All right, Scott, what page and what secret? Page 81, asking for referrals. You know how it is. An insurance salesman comes to your house. And I remember Alan Weiss telling this story. He asked for five names and five phone numbers of your five closest friends. So every six months when you renew your insurance, you lose five friends. People hate to ask for referrals. So one tip is that you'll see on page 81, is to ask for a referral at the time that your value is perceived to be the highest by your client. For example, last Friday or last Thursday, so last week was my first trip to New York since COVID. And my first meeting was with the candidate I placed this past January with his new firm. He'd been there for about nine, actually 11 months. And how is it going? It's going great. The firm's fantastic. They're supporting me. I feel welcomed here. I'm doing well. Business is good. That's great, Jeff. Who are some friends of yours at your old firm you think I should reach out to? Asking for referrals because I earned it. I earned the right to ask for referral. On page 81, you're going to get that secret. Wonderful. Now, this is your surprise question. You know each other well. I know Mark and Henry. I have sat through dozens of your presentations together. You know how each other thinks. I would like to know what one action you will take as a result of working on this book that you might not have done before. All right, Henry, what might you do differently that perhaps you read from what Scott had presented? Well, actually, I'm going to go back to the Trojan horse strategy. I've interviewed 200 people and did not put them into my database, did not reach out to them, did not take the next step in building a relationship. So as a result of this book, we are doubling down on the database and continuing to be a resource and giving. Uh, my mom was a waitress from New York. If you, you know, give if you wanna get. So you give first without expectation and then 
you get lucky. <laughs> the more you give, the luckier you get. And so we plan to be luckier next year. Good. Mark, what might you do that perhaps you haven't done before or you're doing more of? Well, first I would say uh, I am guilty. Uh, my name is Mark L. And I am guilty of uh, Scott Love's great idea. I've done good work over the course of time. I've received uh, referrals. I've maintained top of mind presence with the people who believe in me and my work. But I've become, uh, I, I was going to say I've become complacent. Actually, um, I have been guilty of not specifically, even after I've earned the right, of not uh, making that soft knock on the door and asking for referrals uh, after I've earned the right. So I see myself doing a lot more of that. Very good. All right, Scott, what about you? I'm going to write another book. Oh, and good. it's going to be with my colleague, Brian Silver, who heads up our associate division. I recruit partners and do group mergers and he recruits associates. And it's going to be on business development ideas for junior attorneys. Very narrow in the niche, but it's very precise for our focus area, for him especially. So I'm going to help my colleague build his book of business, which helps my company. Everybody wins. And that's what I'm going to do. And thank Wonderful. you, Henry and Mark, for inviting me to co-author this book with you. That thank means a lot you. to me. And Scott, I know a good publisher if you need one. Absolutely. <laughs> good. Well, I would say on behalf of our expert co-authors, thank you for listening to this episode of Marketing with a Book and a Speech podcast. We hope you will invest in Rainmaker Confidential and why not do it before your competition does. This is Patricia Fripp thanking our authors for the opportunity to ask them the questions you want the answers to and back to you, Henry. Thank you so much, Patricia. We appreciate you so much. Thank you to Mark. Thank you to Scott for your contributions today. And we look forward to speaking to you again on the next episode of Marketing with a Book podcast. Thank you, everybody.